With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Tuesday edition, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We are live from the majestic Mar-a-Lago estate with 45 himself, President Donald Trump. And I'll bring you right in, sir, because I know our audience loves to hear from you. Buck and I have been walking around this estate. We had never been here before. It is absolutely incredible and phenomenal. How are you doing as we roll into what is going to be a really interesting 2022 season for sure? Well, we've been doing really well. And politically, I guess you see the polls. And the polls for me have never been higher. And I guess against Biden, but who wouldn't be winning? You look at what's going on. <laughs> right. I think anybody would be winning. Now you take uh, the the worst politician in America. I would imagine that that person would be winning. But the polls have been an extraordinary. 96% approval rating. And I saw one this morning, 98%, but 96% approval rating in the Republican Party and doing well with independents, doing well with women, doing well with everybody. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that what I said was right. This is a disaster what's going on, whether it's Ukraine or the Afghanistan pullout, which I think was the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. I think that has a lot to do with what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, you look at inflation, you look at all of the different things that are happening so bad for our country, the border. Who could forget the border? The millions of people, not two million or one million like they say, I say 10 million. Millions of people are, are bum-rushing our country. And many of these people come from prisons, they're being let out. Countries, 127 countries now they have, but many of these countries are emptying their prisons like we're a dumping ground right into our country. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I've, I don't think our country has ever been so low. You could take the five worst presidents in the history of our country and put them together. I don't think they've done the damage that this administration has done. Mr. President, in the last 24 hours, we know Russia has said that they are recognizing two breakaway regions of Ukraine. And now this White House is stating that this is an invasion. That's a strong word. What went wrong here? What has the current 
occupant of the Oval Office done that he could have done differently? Well, what went wrong was a rigged election. And what went wrong is a candidate that shouldn't be there and a man that has no concept of what he's doing. I went in yesterday and there was a television screen and I said, this is genius. Putin declares a big portion of the Ukraine, of Ukraine. Putin declares it as independent. Oh, that's wonderful. So Putin is now saying it's independent, a large section of Ukraine. I said, how smart is that? And he's going to go in and be a peacekeeper. That's the strongest peace force. We could use that on our southern border. That's the strongest peace force I've ever seen. There were more army tanks than I've ever seen. They're going to keep peace all right. No, but think of it. Here's a guy who's very savvy. I know him very well, very, very well. By the way, this never would have happened with us had I been in office, not even thinkable. This would never have happened. But here's a guy that says, you know, uh, I'm going to declare a big portion of Ukraine independent. He used the word independent. And we're going to go out and we're going to go in and we're going to help keep peace. You got to say that's pretty savvy. And you know what the response was from Biden? There was no response. They didn't have one for that. Now it's very sad. Very do you, sad. Do you think the southern border is just going to continue to deteriorate? Last yeah. year under the Biden administration. So, so under your administration, you put in place remain in Mexico. You began building strongest border we've ever had. And last year was the worst by right. the numbers, not not yeah. a, a subjective yeah. analysis. The worst for illegal apprehensions at the border that we've ever seen since we've been counting. It's likely that this year will be worse as well. Do you think the yeah. American people have finally seen enough and know enough about what's going on at the border that they'll take action this fall? Absolutely. In the yeah, absolutely. Buck. I think they know and I see think they see. And, you know, oftentimes they say, how could this be a 50-50 party system when you look at no voter ID, defund the police, sanctuary cities, open borders where criminals are allowed to pour in? When you look at people that can't even get out of, you know, I got it down. I wanted out of, after 21 years, I wanted out of Afghanistan. We were going to be out. I got it down to 2000. We were getting ready to pull them out, but we were pulling them out with very great strength. We were going to keep Bagram, not because of Afghanistan. They spend billions building this base, has the biggest and longest runways in the world. And it's one hour away from where China makes its nuclear weapons. So I was keeping that and keeping it in full force. But I was getting out of Afghanistan and we would have gone at, gotten out with tremendous strength and dignity and power and respect. Instead, we looked like we surrendered. And, you know, we didn't lose an American soldier in Afghanistan for 18 months. I had a talk with Abdul, who's the leader. He's the current leader also. He was the leader, and now he's the current leader. And we had a very strong talk. And from the time I had that talk, not one American soldier was killed. And it was an amazing thing. Biden actually said that. He said, not an American soldier was killed in 18 months, and his people are screaming at him. Well, keep going. Find out something that was wrong. And he didn't do that. Uh, no, I was, uh, we were going to pull out with great strength. We were going to keep Bagram. And uh, we were pulling out of other locations, too, where there's no reason for us to be there. They hate us. We don't particularly like them. And you look at NATO. I called it a paper tiger. I said, as soon as a problem comes up, you're going to have people that pull away. And I got them to pay $400 billion. You know, they were all delinquent. Not all. There were eight countries out of 28 that were paid up, including us. We were paid up. We were more than paid up. We were making up the difference. But we had tw we have 28 countries, and eight were paid up. And you had 20 countries that were not. And I was asked a question by the president of one of the countries at a closed meeting. 
Does that mean, and you know, the press goes wild over this, but uh, does that mean that if something happened and essentially Russia, because it used to be for the Soviet Union, but Russia, it's close enough in terms of militarily, as you probably noticed this weekend. But do you mean to say you wouldn't protect us? I said, you mean you're not paid up and you want us to protect you? I said, that's right. We will not protect you if you're not paid up. You know what happened? The next day, billions of dollars flowed in. How worried are you that the Biden administration might get dragged into the actual military conflict in Ukraine if it escalates? Well, I'd rather see them send soldiers to our southern border. I'd rather see them in three weeks. You could finish it. They won't even let Texas use our material, which was all bought. It's sitting there waiting to be put up. It could have been erected in less than three weeks. It took two and a half years to get started because we had to win 11 lawsuits. I'd rather see our southern border protected, but... Uh, I don't like the idea he's sending a small number of troops. It's a joke compared to what the other side has. You know, he sends 3,000 troops, I heard this morning. 3,000 troops, what's that going to do except get you in trouble? Uh, no, I would like to see our southern border protected, and uh, they are handling Ukraine so badly. And remember, and I put something out this morning, uh, Russia's becoming very rich because the oil price is being driven up so much, and that's their primary source of income, so much that those army tanks you see going back and forth all over the place, that's peanuts compared to the amount of money they're making. $40 a barrel when I was there, $1.86 a gallon for gasoline. And now you have some places where it's over $7, and it's going up a lot higher. And it's bad inflation, too. No doubt, 7.5%. Uh, Mr. President, I'm going to read you a tweet here from Joe Biden. This is almost exactly two years ago. Uh, Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. He doesn't want me to be our nominee. If you're wondering why, it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. Yeah. Almost two years to the day. Putin has invaded in Ukraine. Under Obama, Putin invaded as well. All the talk about your relationship with Vladimir Putin, and he certainly didn't try that with you. Didn't. Why is he doing it to Biden? What do you think of Biden's bluster in that tweet that has not been reflected in the reality on the ground? Well, even Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd said this weekend during his show, I was watching it for a change, and he said, how come there has been no you know, invasion during the period of time that the Trump administration was there? But they did invade, very severely invade with Obama, and then they waited, and then they invaded. This would never have happened if we were there. But he did. Chuck Todd asked that question. How come there was none of this was happening during the Trump administration? I knew Putin very well. I got along with him great. He liked me. I liked him. I mean, you know, he's a tough cookie. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, great charm and a lot of uh, pride. Uh, but the way he, and he loves his country, you know, he loves his country. He's acting a little differently, I think, now. I think he sees this opportunity. I knew that he always wanted Ukraine. I used to talk to him about it. I said, you can't do it. You're not going to do it. But I could see that he wanted it. I, I, I used to ask him. We used to talk about it at length. I think nobody probably knows him better in terms of the discussions that we have or that we're having this morning. Uh, so I knew him. Uh, very well. I got to know him. I got to know President Xi. By the way, China's going to be next. You know, China's going to... You think they're going to go after Taiwan? Oh, absolutely. Not with me, they wouldn't have. But you uh, think with Biden, they'll oh, try yeah. him. They're waiting till after the Olympics. Now the Olympics ended, and uh, look at your stopwatch, right? No, he's uh, he wants that just like... It's almost like twin sisters right here, because you have one that wanted 
that wants Taiwan. I think equally badly. Somebody said, who wants it more? I think probably equally badly. But uh, no, Putin would have never done it, and she would have never done it. Mr. And also, North Korea has not acted up for four years. Mr. President, we want to uh, come back in just a moment here with you to talk to you about the COVID situation. Okay. I would say the COVID failures of the Biden administration. Right. Look at the numbers comparison. Also, perhaps the huge spike in crime that's occurred over the last year. We're talking to former President Donald J. Trump, 45 himself. We'll be back with him in just a moment. Clay, what do you got? Well, we're in a priceless place right now, Mar-a-Lago, absolutely beautiful, and many of your family experiences also feel priceless, and that is Legacy Box. You can get hooked up right now. Get in touch with Legacy Box on their website. Get a box for delivery. You got old pictures, tapes, films, slides, cassette tapes, things that are important to your family. You want to be able to preserve them forever on a thumb drive or a DVD. If you want to get hooked up and make sure that your family memories last forever, go to Legacy Box. Right now, they've got a $9 videotape sell. Regularly, their rates are about $27 to $30 a videotape. But right now, just $9. Visit, visit LegacyBox.com slash Clay to, sh to shop their $9 tape sell. That's a LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Unlock this Radio First offer today. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts how could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life my name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We are live at Mar-a-Lago with President Trump, number 45 right now. Mr. President, thanks for staying along with us. We really appreciate it. You were the first one who had to, the first president who had to deal with the issue of COVID, the pandemic, the lockdowns, all of it. While you were dealing with that and during the election process, Joe Biden said anybody who's had the number of deaths that have occurred should not be president anymore. When we do a 10-month, not even just a year-to-year, a 10-month-to-10-month comparison of the pandemic, Joe Biden's numbers with the vaccine that he was bequeathed by Operation Warp Speed, substantially worse. What happened? How did we get to this place? So when we heard about this, nobody knew anything about it. Nobody had any idea other than I said very early, early on, it came, obviously, it came from the Wuhan lab. And I took a lot of heat. They said, oh, how could you do that? How could you do that? How could you say it? You know, when you see body bags lying all over the place around the Wuhan lab, it's not that hard, a, a guess, a guesstimate. But nobody knew anything about it. But we knew it was causing tremendous disruption in China and death. We saw a lot of death. You know, people don't talk about death in China because they don't give you exactly ac- accurate numbers. If you listen to them, they were fine. They didn't go through it, but they went through a lot, too. And they're going through a lot right now. Worse than it's late, but they're going through a lot right now. So I heard about it, and we really mobilized fast, and we made a lot of great decisions. And, you know, we were just discussing during the break about Fauci. Fauci wasn't a big player in my administration because I made the decisions, and I made a decision to close our country to China because, you know, people were dying. And that was called racist, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I took a lot of heat. Uh, And uh, very early, it was in January, okay? So almost immediately, which... And there were 21 people in the room, and every one of them said, don't do it. And I said, we're going to do it. And Fauci said, don't do it, by the way. They all said, don't do it. And then I also closed it shortly thereafter because I looked at what was going on in Europe and Italy and France and Spain in particular. But Italy was just unbelievable, and so I closed it up to Europe. And we saved hundreds of thousands of lives. But very importantly, I also, we activated, and we've got tremendous amounts of gear and everything else, the ventilators. We became the ventilator king of the world, our country. And we was actually, we we solved that problem. It's a very complicated machine. More complicated, believe it or not, than building a car. It's complicated and expensive. And we mobilized and we were building thousands within a short period of time. The team did a great job. And we were actually sending them to other countries that were unable to get them. So that was incredible. But we also got the gowns and the masks. We opened up factories that made men. Now we have so many masks, we don't know what to do with them. And now you're finding out the masks don't work that well. You know, it's like one of those things, right? It's certainly for the new variant. But uh, there's so many things that we did that was so good. And then I think what we do get great credit for, that they tried, but it didn't work. Even their side said you can't do that, is Operation Warp Speed. And not only the fact that the vaccines were developed in nine months as opposed to five years to 12 years. They said it was going to take from five to 12 years. And I think without that, you would have had a 19, 1700 million people catastrophe. But also the therapeutics, because the therapeutics, if you look at, you know, what's happened with Regeneron and the Eli Lilly product and so many. So we were involved with all of that. And it was really good. You know, we didn't hear the word mandate. Everybody wanted the vaccine when I was there. And we were doing a million shots a day. And we, you know, we mobilized. And the military really did well. 
much better than their leaders uh, led them, I will tell you, in the removal from Afghanistan. That I can tell you. And they were doing really well. They were delivering them, and everybody wanted the vaccine. And once I was out, all of a sudden, people didn't want it. And that's how you started with this whole mandate thing, which is terrible, okay? Because you're forcing people. It's, you know, you talk about liberty, you talk about freedom. We don't have to go into it too much, but it was a bad thing. But we didn't have that problem. Everybody wanted them. And then all of a sudden it became such a disaster. But if you would have told me that with all of the work we did, and I rebuilt the economy, I built it twice. Uh, and the first time beyond belief, second time was was getting really, really strong. And I handed that over. But if you would have said you would have had far more deaths with the vaccines, with the therapeutics, with all of the gowns and the goggles and everything that we got and helping the hospitals, than you had when people didn't know it, I would have said that's impossible. Do you think that kids should have to wear masks at school? No. This has turned into a big battle, and no. Biden has basically avoided answering that question or deferring to local cities and states. Do you think that kids at this point should be able to go without masks? Yeah, I do. I do. I think they should be able to go without masks. Uh, I think it should have ended a long time ago. Uh, certainly with the more serious variants, they weren't even affected. And this is a more contagious but far less serious. Uh, serious. So, But with the more serious, the kids, you know, there was a certain state that lost many people. But of the many people, thousands of people, but of the thousands of people, nobody, not one person was under the age of 16 or 17. I looked at that stat. I said, that's an amazing stat. Uh, and you can take a look. New Jersey, thousands of people died and virtually nobody was under, you know, was young. I think there was one person who had serious diabetes who was very, but I mean, literally nobody. It's an amazing statistic. No, they shouldn't. And we have to get back to our lives. We have to get back to running the country. Uh, China did a terrible thing by allowing that to happen. Because China, if you really look, China stopped it from going into the rest of China. But they didn't stop it from going out to the world. But we did an incredible job. I, I was not, I probably will never be given the credit for it. But we, we loaded, you know, I used to use the expression, the cupboards were bare. Nobody had any equipment. They had no gowns. They had no goggles. They had nothing. They had no masks. And they had no ventilators. And we had no, no anything. We didn't have vaccines. We didn't even know what this thing was. Don't forget, nobody had any idea what this was. We're saying, what is it? Mr. So Mr. I President, think we, we did a great job. We can keep you through. We would love to yes. hear what you have to say about the situation of the truckers and breaking that uh, protest movement up in Canada. I'm sure you have some thoughts about Justin Trudeau that you can share with us here in a few minutes, as well as your plans for the future, politically, and Truth Social, which we know has just launched yeah. this week. So... We are here right now with President Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, the Clay and Buck Show. We're going to be back with Donald J. Trump in just a few moments. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are here at an incredible setting, Mar-a-Lago, with 45 himself, President Donald Trump, starting off the first hour Tuesday with all of you. And we'll dive right back into it with President Trump, gracious enough to spend time with us. The Canadian trucker story, Mr. President, has been a monster discussion all over the country and all over the world, really. You know Justin Trudeau. You had a relationship with him. What did you think of his response to the Canadian truckers? What do you think he should have done? And do you support the protest of those Canadian truckers? Well, I do support it, and I have great respect for them. And basically, their freedoms were being taken away with the mandates and other things that they were 
talking about very fairly. And I thought they were very brave. I thought it was uh, surprising in one way. I know Trudeau very well. Uh, he's never been happy with me because of trade, because they were really ripping us off, this country. People have no idea. Canada was one of the worst. One of the worst. You know, you put China up there. The European Union was horrendous, okay? It used to bother me with the NATO. I'd say, you know, we protect you. We're spending all this money to protect you, and then you kill us on trade. But Canada was one of the worst, and I got that horrible deal known as NAFTA, one of the worst trade deals, probably the worst trade deal ever made. I terminated it. Everyone said it would be impossible. You know, I had to go through Congress. I terminated it, and we got the USMCA, and uh, USMCA meaning Mexico-Canada, new trade deal. It's so good for our country. In fact, it's so good that Canada wants to renegotiate it, and they shouldn't do it. They shouldn't do it because we should have renegotiated NAFTA for 30 years, and they didn't do it. Uh, we should not do it. We got it done. We got it approved. They approved it. But Canada is very unhappy, and Mexico is very unhappy. And, you know, in a way, that makes me feel good. In another way, I'd like them to be happy. But I know them very well. But the USMCA has been a tremendous success for us, for the country. Mr. President, before we talk to you about your possible political aspirations, future, and what you're planning for the country, I want to ask you to look across the table for a moment at the Democrats. Clay and I have an ongoing discussion on the show about who is really going to be the standard bearer for them the next time around? It feels like Joe Biden, you look at the polls, you see him on TV, there's a recognition this is a guy who, to say he's lost a step, I think is kind, putting it gently. Clay and I have talked about possible other contenders stepping in for him, maybe the vice president, maybe somebody else even. What do you think, uh, who do you think will be the Democrat nominee or the Democrat standard bearer the next time around. Is Joe Biden going to run again or not? So I don't think so. I'm watching like you're watching, and I just don't think so. Um, I hope he does great for the country. It's I think it's too late because I don't think you can do great for the country. There's been so much damage done that I think if he turned out to be uh, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln combined, I, I think the net result is so bad. I just don't think uh, he can do it. Uh, it's so far behind. What they've done... Uh, on energy, what they've done at the border, what they've done. Uh, the destruction to this country has been so massive. Uh, I don't think he's going to run, or I don't think he's, you know, he could run and maybe uh, maybe somebody would run against him, and that's very rare that, that would something like that would happen. Uh, she doesn't seem to be very popular in the polls, and, you know, they always do the polls of me against him, and I'm leading by a lot. Yes. But I was leading, I thought I... You know, was leading by a lot the day of the election, too, right? So, you know, I was. But, you know, you got to be very careful with the election. you got to make sure the vote counters are honest. But uh, so I don't see him running. I, I see her running. Meaning Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. Because Hillary's Cause the other Hill, Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. Well, I guess you can. You can include her in the she category, right? But it's possible. But I, I don't see Kamala. You know, she started off at 10 or 11, and she was hot. And by the time... They went like four or five weeks. She was down to nothing. That's why it was such an unusual choice. And there was nobody meaner to Joe Biden than her. She called him everything. I no mean, doubt. She was calling him names that were horrible. So I said, you know, nobody could choose her, and they chose her. But, you know, she was going the reverse. Usually you choose somebody that starts off at 1 and ends up at 15 or 20, you know, going like a rocket ship up. So they didn't. I, so I think she's going to certainly put a play in. It's possible, but I watched Hillary the other day. I just don't know if she has the energy. I don't know that she has the energy. I, I watched her. Look, we had questions when she fell into the car. Yes. When she her shoes fell off, when she couldn't lift her foot up in. 
she couldn't walk. She'd keep falling down going into the airplanes. Remember the, mm-hmm. a lot of famous pictures? And then people put the golf ball and the baseball and all that stuff <laughs> in those pictures. You remember? They blame me for it. Oh, it yeah. Me. Right. They blame me for it. But I don't see it. But she's a very devious person. All you t- have to do is take a look at the Durham report. You see how horrible and vicious. And even the things I go through where, you know, these are Hillary Clinton lawyers. that It just never ends. Do you so, have faith in Durham to get the final answers here about the – it was a hoax. You were the, right. The, it and was, the spying on your hoax. campaign, yeah. which you said – I mean, the 60 Remember Minutes clip. And, yeah. and, and they said, and, oh, oh, there's no said, evidence of that, Mr. Perez. Yeah. Do, do you trust Durham minutes, to get it? She should, she should apologize because she came at me. Oh, are you – you, there was no spying. Well, now everybody agrees. Even the Democrats, they just don't want to talk about it. And the media doesn't like talking about CNN, it. MSNBC, The New York Times and The Washington Post almost all refuse to even cover that story when the Durham uh, yeah. Yeah. details. Do, came do out. you have faith? I in will Durham. say, though, The Washington Post. Sort of apologized for their coverage. The Times didn't. Yeah, right. But but the Washington Post sort of apologized. Maybe Jeff Bezos is trying to get in your good graces. Well, the Washington Post, that whole thing in Atlanta where I have a perfect phone call and all of a sudden they think I'm trying to, and I'm oh, the president, yeah. that whole thing, and they gave phony information to the Washington Post, and the Washington Post had a major retraction of that story. I mean, the Washington Post, in all fairness, I'm not saying great because certainly not great at all. But the Washington Post did apologize for a lot of the mistakes that were made. But the Times has it. They, I, I wouldn't say they doubled down. They sort of just don't want to talk about it because you can't double down. So Durham has been, he, he's, he works slowly. And a lot of people were really angry. But he, he has brought out some devastating blows. And if you really look at it, if you know what this is all about, that's just a foundation. That's a foundation for some very, very big stuff. So... Yeah, I'm I'm getting to be more and more impressed with Durham. We have to ask you or else our audience will be agitated with us. What is your certainty right now? We know it's a ways out, but what is your certainty that you will be running again for president of the United States? Well, Buck, I love the country. I have never seen anything like what's happening right now. And everything I've said is is correct. I said about the energy. He killed the energy the first day. I mean, the first day, first thing he did was killed the Keystone Pipeline, Keystone XL Pipeline. And he never said he was going to do that. He said, we'll look at it. Well, he looked at it for, what, two hours? Uh, what he's done is so devastating. You know, people don't realize that I stopped the Russian pipeline. It was dead. He came in and he immediately let it proceed. And it's one of the reasons. The money is so enormous. I mean, that was, you know, it's an amazing thing. It's the biggest thing they've ever done, Russian pipeline. More money, billions and billions of dollars a day, billions of dollars a week pouring in. I stopped it, totally stopped it. Putin even said, you're killing me on the pipeline. I said, sorry, I have no choice. It's wrong. Okay, he approves it. But then they say, oh, Trump was nice to Russia. I wasn't nice to Russia. And by the way, I do want to get, I think getting along with Russia is a great thing. We could have done tremendous, they have tremendous land, they have tremendous resources, and they need our help too. Now, of course, they're making so much money because of what's happened with the costs of, I mean, these barrels are going to be selling for $200. They were at 39 40 they were at 30 It went negative in the 20s, remember oh, during... Oh, we I'm, had a period of time where if you, it was no good for Wall Street because they don't carry oil, but if you actually took a barrel of oil out. We had so much oil because of certain things that we did, which were great. 
But if you took a barrel of oil, they gave you $37. In other words, you walk away with $37 yes. plus a barrel. Now, it only lasted for two and a half hours. But during that period, not quite as good as that, during that period, you know, I filled up the strategic reserves. Nobody ever talks about that. 75 million barrels of oil I bought during that period of time. I said, let me tell me about the strategic reserves. I've heard about it all my life. Hasn't been filled up in 50 years. In fact, it's been empty for many years. And that's meant for war. It's a 75 million barrels I bought and we made a great deal. And now here's the bad part. Biden is using that to try and get the energy. But number one, it's not enough. And number two, it's very artificial. And it's not supposed to be that way. That's meant for war. But I filled up the strategic reserves at that time. One more question for you, if you'll stick with us uh, to come back. We want to know, are you looking at vice presidential candidates or not? I'll let you think <laughs> yeah. about it oh, during the I'll break. I'll have to think hard. Okay. <laughs> you know, mortgage rates are rising sooner than we thought. It was supposed to happen next month, yet we saw jumps last week. And who knows what's going to happen this week. Now, while this may sound unfortunate for those of you still holding out on a refi or obtaining a new mortgage, it's not bad yet. There are still some great deals available, but you need to call American Financing. They'll help you lock into a better rate and save up to $1,000 a month. That translates into tens of thousands long term, but only if you call American Financing. They can quickly create a custom loan that serves your needs. It really is a no-pressure experience that's focused on you. I've used American Financing. Their customer service is top-notch. Call American Financing at 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLS With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years. And in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. 
I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We're here in Mar-a-Lago with President Trump, who's been so kind as to give us some of his time today. Um, and also host us at this majestic yes, place. this place yeah. is amazing. Mr. President, uh, really a, a, a twofer here. Are you running and who's running with you? we, we got to push you on this one. Or who are you thinking about running with you? And also, you got to tell everybody, are, are in your mind, 100% you're running? Is that where you are? So I think you'll be happy. Let me put it. You know, you have campaign finance laws, so you can't talk about this stuff. So I won't. But I think you'll be happy. I really okay. believe you'll be happy. I know you guys very well. I've known you for a long time. And you show, I have to say, congratulations. You're knocking it dead. And that's good. Rush would be proud of you. Thank you. want to know the truth. Because he was a spectacular person. Who would you be thinking about, though, as a vice president? And maybe a broader uh, part of the question is, who's getting it right right now for the GOP? Who are well, the people that you're seeing and you're saying, you know what? Yeah. You know, because we're going into a midterm here. It's you're important. Right. You know, I, we think don't a, have... I think a lot of people are doing really well. I think the Republicans are doing really well. Uh, you have, I, I really believe, first of all, I don't think anybody, very rarely do you see somebody voting for a vice president. Okay, that's, you know, it's a big deal, and yet people don't vote for the vice president. But we have a lot of good people. I have a lot of people calling me all the time. They want to be considered because we're doing very well in the polls. In the polls, where uh, they say, if he doesn't run, who do you think? And then they start getting in. But if he does run... There's like a 70-point gap. Yeah. 70. That's a lot. Uh, but I will say there are a lot of great people. We have a lot of great people in the Republican Party. I think we're going to have a tremendous midterm. And then I think in uh, 24 we're going to do, it's going to be very successful, and we're going to bring our country back. You've got right now, I think, or at least we were when we came in, the number one app in America, Truth Social, which is yeah. a big part of your battle in the social media space. What do you expect and hope to do with that business? Well, it's become a big deal. Everybody's been terminated or it's become very boring. You know, Twitter is boring as hell now. This, it, they miss you. Well, they really do. They said, he said, the worst business decision he made was getting Trump off. There's nobody to fight with anymore. And <laughs> That's Jack Dorsey? Yeah. Dorsey, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's made that statement to, I hear numerous people. And the same thing with Facebook. They're dying. You look at Facebook, the first time ever where they went down in... Stock tanked. The stock is tanking. And you see what's happened with with what's going on with Truth Social. You know, it's very interesting. I said, do you think we can get the name Truth? They want to get a name, right? You know, they want a name. Like Tweet, okay? A Tweet. They'd like it to be five letters. So they always has an X. You know, put an X in front. Cause I, so they've gone through all these crazy names that nobody... I said, do you think you could get the name Truth? They said, absolutely not. There's no, I said, give it a shot. The name Truth was available, and we got it for a very tiny little price, and it's such a great thing. And their minds are blowing because Trump has the name Truth. So there's five letters, and what's better than Truth? Speaking of untruth for a second here, Mr. President, did you break CNN? Because it looks like they're having a really tough time. It looks like that's a place that is in free fall. Obviously, as you know, Zucker is out, yeah. and it was really weaponized against you as a network among other places for yeah. four years but 
Are they? It feels like that place will never recover from its all-out assault on Trump. Well, they are broken. I looked at their ratings the other day, and they're in very, very bad shape. I know Zucker very well. He actually signed me for The Apprentice, if you can believe it. That was the last good thing he did, I suspect. And we had a great run. We went uh, 14 seasons, which was, you know, an incredible show. And uh, I, I recommended him for that job. Can you believe it? I recommended this guy for the job. And then about a month in, he had no thought of, he never thought, of, he was number five out of five. There were five candidates. I was sitting next to the head of Time Warner. What are you working on? It was at a boring deal at the Plaza Hotel. I said, what are you working on? Who are you? What's your name? He told me, I said, oh. So I figured I'd try and help Jeff Zucker out. I call him up, I said, you got the job? He goes, no way. I said, I'm telling you, you got the job. Next day they call him, they say, you got the job. He calls me, he says, thank you very much. A month goes by, he takes over the job, they start hitting me. And that was their business model to hit me. And I'll tell you what, it was a disgrace. Jeff Zucker is a disgrace. So uh, just one of those little things, I've had some other people, and then you also have people that are great and loyal. We have to mention that also. That's not as exciting, but we have to mention that also. But CNN has really done badly. And MSDNC, as I call it, as some people call it, because that's what it is, uh, MSDNC is uh, doing horribly. You know, I always thought NBC would treat me great because I did so well for them on The Apprentice. We, we many times had the number one show on television. We did great. Our finale, I think, had 42 million viewers. That's like, you know. Unheard of today. Oh, unheard of. And NBC has been terrible. You know, fake news, total fake news. And NBC has been bad and ABC is One thing I would say, and this is why your show is so important, if we don't straighten out the honesty of the media, this country is going to have a hard time ever coming back. They used to be a watchdog. Now they're just a lapdog. You've got people listening all across the country, Mr. President. We've got about a minute. What do you want them to know? Because right now a lot of them are writing into us. They're worried. They're worried about what's happening in this country. Our country has never been in a situation like this. Our, our media is broken and corrupt, as you look at, like, CNN as an example. But uh, you look at the Times and you look at what they write, and it's so wrong. It's so wrong. And it's been so wrong. The Russia, 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 everything. We're going to come back. We're going to come back strong. We'll be bigger and better and stronger than ever before. Something's going to happen. Last question for you, and this is a fun one because I know you're a big sports fan. Tom Brady retired. Yeah. Do you think he's done, or do you think he'll come back and play? I know you've had a relationship yeah. with him over the years. He obviously had a very good final year with the Bucks. Kind of suddenly retired. You think it's done, or do you think he'll come back? I think he's coming back because I watched the way he, you know, everyone said he was retiring, but he didn't sort of say that. I think he might come back. And if you look at statistics, he was leading virtually every category. He was incredible. Well, I hope he comes back. He's a great guy. Mr. President, we really appreciate you spending the time with us today. We know the audience did, so thank you so much. And uh, we also appreciate being able to hang out with you in Mar-a-Lago. So you let us know where the next Clay and Buck show gets to happen. We'll be there. Yeah, you tell us where we'll be. And we've also got some fantastic guests today that I know are joining us where people you're endorsing as they are running. So we're going to have... Uh, Herschel Walker joining right. today. He's That's great. right. Gavino. We got a whole bunch yeah. of great guests planned. We just want to say thank you so much for the hospitality and, and also for the four years you served your country. It, it was it was a, a great time, sir. It was a great time. We appreciate it. Thank you both very much. Thank you so much for being here. And we're going to have another great couple of two hours coming. But thanks for President Trump. If you missed part of it, go listen to the whole thing because I think your audience is going to be thrilled to have heard all that you said today with us. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you very much. 
Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.